Welcome to the Well Ministry Podcast. This week's podcast is a little different. This past Sunday, we learned about prayer from our very own Joe Croswell. He led us through four different prayer exercises. The timestamps for the beginning of each exercise are included in the episode description. The first two, you can just continue listening through as Joe speaks periodically to help guide our prayers in those sections. The second two were designed for our in-person congregation, but have been modified as much as possible for the podcast. For those two, once you hear the prayer prompt, pause the podcast until you finish praying. For prompt three specifically, a list of leaders is available to choose from in the episode description. We hope you enjoy this powerful time of teaching and prayer. When we read the Bible, it says God literally spoke to people like Abraham, Moses, Isaiah, Daniel, and many, many others. Was there something special about these people that he spoke directly to them? Or you might logically ask, does God speak to people today? And maybe the most pressing question is, does God speak to me? If so, what might be some of the ways that God would speak to us? Okay, let's, let's think about it a minute. Reading the Bible is number one on my list. As you read the Bible, the Holy Spirit will bring those words that they will leap off the page. You may have read that passage a hundred times, but this time you read it and it strikes your heart and it means something that it never meant before. Okay, so God is speaking to you in that. Your conscience. Um, Jesus, when, when the woman caught in adultery was brought before the crowd and Jesus was there and Jesus spoke those words, first among you without sin can cast the first stone. And what happened in John 8, 9, it says, being convicted by their conscience, they went out one by one. The stones began to drop out of their hands and they left because we're all sinners before a holy and righteous God. And our conscience will convict us. Whether we're a believer or not, our conscience is there to convict us regarding sin and righteousness. We can ignore it, but it won't go away. Your thoughts. God will bring thoughts to your, to your mind, remembrances of scripture, situations, different things of that sort, and will speak to you um, in those. Other people, in Proverbs it says, Proverbs 15, 22, without cancel plans go awry, but in the multitude of counselors they are established. So when you're looking for guidance, seek out wise, godly counselors to speak into your life, and God will use them to do so. Life circumstances, things happen in life, and God may be speaking to you in those circumstances if we will pay attention to them, okay? Um, I don't want to go too far into all the examples. There, there's, I have examples of each one, but probably not enough time. Praise and worship music. We just had a wonderful time with God and with music and singing and praise and worship. And God was speaking to people. God spoke to Jan. 
came forward and shared a, a scripture for people to lay hold of. Um, you might have just an inner knowing that you should or shouldn't do something or say something or not say something or go somewhere or not go somewhere. It just kind of, no, I don't think I should do that or what have you. In Acts 16.6, Paul and Silas were traveling in uh, what's now Turkey, and the Holy Spirit restrained them from continuing on in Asia, okay? They, They felt that they shouldn't continue on. It was an inner knowing, right? And you may experience that. Um, and then the, the famous passage in 1 Kings 19.12 with Elijah, with the, the, when he was on the mountain and there was an earthquake, there was a wind, there was an earthquake, there was a fire, and God wasn't in those things, but in a still, small voice inside. You may have experienced hearing that whisper of his voice, okay? God's speaking to you. You may have a dream from time to time. In uh, the last year, we studied Genesis and the story of Joseph and how God brought dreams to Joseph and and to others throughout the Bible. Um, uh, Last week in Matthew 1, to Jesus' father, Joseph, he had a dream to take Mary as his wife. An angel came to him, visited him, told him, go ahead and um, marry this woman, okay? You may have dreams. And Joseph in Genesis 40, verse 8, the baker and the butler, if you remember the story, they both had dreams. They said to Joseph, we each have had a dream and there is no interpreter of it. So Joseph said to them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Excuse me. Tell them to me, please. And Joseph interpreted them. And then Acts 16.9, Paul had a vision in the night. So God can come in a vision, right? And in that vision, he saw a man of Macedonia who was pleading with him, come. Come to us and help us. So that's why the Holy Spirit had prevented him from continuing in Asia because he was supposed to go to what's now Greece, right? Okay. Different ways that God speaks to us. So he may speak to you in any or all of these ways over time and in settings that could probably best be said our form of prayer, since when you get down to it, prayer is really the practice of intentionally communicating with God. It's really any kind of communication you have with God, is you could call that a type of prayer. Prayer isn't just one thing, okay? It could be many things. But if you're new to prayer, and these things might seem interesting, but maybe a little strange, We're not sure what prayer is, if we're doing it right. So we might end just rushing through it because we know we're supposed to do it, but we're not sure where to start or where to go next when it might get a little boring or you feel like your words are just bouncing off the ceiling and not really going anywhere or doing anything. 
The issue, though, is the Bible tells us that prayer is essential to our life with God. Without it, our relationship with him will actually wither and die like a vine. In John 15, 5, Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him will bear much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Okay, so you have to abide with him and he in you. That, to me, sounds like prayer. Okay. So how do we go about doing this thing called prayer? Prayer begins, it also ends, with God. Remember that one of his disciples came to him one day after Jesus had been praying on his own. And he said, Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray like you do. Because you pray like no one we've ever seen before. We want to pray like that, right? And so he did. So for you, um, I recommend that you first set aside a time and a place with absolutely, absolutely, underlined, absolutely, no distractions. No people, no phone, no computer, no TV, no nothing. Maybe music, if it helps you um, find that place to draw near to him. And that's what you should do. You should be drawing near to him and spending time with him in that place of prayer and in the Bible. Both of those things work together, by the way. So today we're going to do a few, I'll call them exercises. We're going to learn by doing, okay? I'm not just going to tell you about prayer. I'm going to give you a little bit, and then I want you to go do it. All right, you to practice this right here, right now. I hope that doesn't make you nervous, <laughs> but I want you to enjoy what we're going to be doing in the next little bit here. Okay, first thing we're going to do, and by the way, um, hopefully this will be somewhat new to you, and you can add the things that we're doing today to what you have been doing in your prayer time to provide some variety, to provide some changes, some differences in how you spend your time with God. God is a person. He doesn't want to do the same thing with you every, every time. You know, he wants to do something a little different. Don't you like to go somewhere different with your spouse when you go out to dinner, right? You like to do something a little different. You may not go out to dinner. Let's go to a movie. Let's go to the park. Whatever. Okay. So the first thing we'll do, we'll quiet our heart and practice a form of prayer that focuses on listening. We're going to do four things real quick. Then we're going to go about meditating on a passage in the Bible. Now, don't let that word meditating or meditation scare you. This is not Buddhism. We're not doing Eastern practices. This is a practice that is all through the Bible, meditating on his word, meditating on him, filling yourself with all that God is, okay? Uh, then we're going to get in a small group, and we're going to pray for some other people, some special people. 
Um, and then finally, you're going to get with one person, and you guys are going to pray for each other. Okay, hopefully there's an even number. If there's not, one group of three is okay. <laughs> Just one. All right? All right, so let me pray, and then we'll get started. Father, we invite you to draw near to us and make this time with you together so very special. We are grateful that this is a safe place here with you, Holy Spirit. Jesus, we ask you to teach us to pray this morning and build our prayer life into something beautiful. And the time with you becomes something we just cannot do without. We pray we would hear only your voice and be led only by you in everything that we do here this morning. And we command all other voices that have evil intent to be silent in Jesus' name. Lord, we give this time over to you, and we're excited about what we'll see, hear, and learn this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so um, if you have a, something to write with, a pen, or if you want to take notes on your phone, if you want to use your phone for the next little bit, if you could put it on airline or air, airplane mode so you're not going to be distracted by notifications of anything, texts or emails or whatever, appointments, blah, blah, blah. Don't want you to be distracted by your phone if you're going to use it for notes, taking notes. All right, so this practice is listening prayer or being still. Ancient Christian mystics, these are Christians that lived not long after Jesus did, they gave us this image. Imagine you're sitting by a still body of water, very still, like a mirror still, and a stone drops into it. You notice it because you see the ripples because it's still. Now imagine if you were sitting in front of a raging river and that same stone dropped into it. You wouldn't even notice. It would drop in the water and make no difference. Sometimes our lives are like that. Our lives can be like a rushing river. And the stone of God's voice drops and we're so busy we, we can't notice it. We're distracted. But if we're quiet, take time to be quiet and let that water get still and that voice comes, we notice. Okay? So I want you to get comfortable. Close your eyes. Quiet your heart and your mind. I want you to focus your thoughts on the purpose of the activity I'm going to give you in a minute. And once you begin, do your best to discard any distracting thoughts that come and refocus them on what you're doing. Okay? So here's what we're going to do. I want you to ask God, how is he involved in your life 
in the past week. Look back on your work, school, home, the family, friends, and so forth. see him working in your life. Your mind starts to drift and just refocus. How did I see God working in my life this past week? So now I want you to ask him to show you one thing you didn't think about on your own. You may have thought some th about some things on your own. Now ask him for, what's that one thing that I missed? Okay, so what was that like? Was it hard? 
Was it easy? Was it interesting? I hope it was some of all that. <laughs> that if it was hard, you had to refocus. If it was easy, then you enjoyed the time thinking back. All right, now we're going to meditate on a passage in Scripture. The Bible is filled with examples of this practice of meditation. It's significantly different from this practice in other religions. If you want to see some of those examples, I'll give you a list here. Joshua 1, verse 8. Psalm 1. Psalm 19. Psalm 49. Psalm 64. Psalm 77, Psalm 119. Interesting thing about the book of Psalms is that it's a prayer book. (laughs) And he's meditating when he's praying. Just just saying. (laughs) Okay. All right, so you may want something to write with, or again, you could use your phone. Like I said before, try not to get distracted with it. I want you to close your eyes and listen as I read a scripture. It's only one verse. I will repeat it a few times. Here's where things can get kind of fun for you. You can write down your thoughts. In this particular one, you might want to draw a picture. Because... This is Jesus giving a parable, and when he spoke in parables, it creates pictures in your mind, in your imagination. You might want to draw a picture. Feel free. And keep them for later, and then you can think about them some more. I'll ask you a few questions along the way to help you out. Okay? So this is the scripture, Matthew 13, 44. It's the parable of the lost treasure. It's probably familiar, maybe familiar to you. But we're going we're gonna to meditate on it for a minute, ask questions, dig into it, and see where the gold lies inside of it. All right, so here's, here's the scripture. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which a man found and hid. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. All right, so is it creating pictures in your mind? Those words, that illustration? The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. What does the field look like in your mind? You can write that down. Or again, you can draw a picture. Kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. Where is the treasure located in the field? Is it near something? Is it in a particular place? That kind of 
which a man found and hid. So how has that treasure been hidden when you found it? Where was it? How was it hidden? What does the treasure look like? The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid. What does this man look like? And for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. What do you think that man's emotions were when he found this treasure? Why did he want to buy the field? How did he go about selling all of his possessions? Was he in a hurry? Who did he buy the field from? The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which a man found and hid. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. What did the treasure mean to this man? And then finally, how is the kingdom of heaven like this treasure? So Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has, and he buys that field. Okay, so what was that like? A little different, maybe? But this is something you can do. Pick a passage of scripture. There's a man named Pete Grieg. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He has an um, application Bible app called Lectio 365. Is that what it is? Um, this is, an, this is an old, old practice where people would read Scripture over and over. Just a small passage. This is just one verse. Over and over and ask themselves questions. Ask God questions about what they're reading. What does it mean? What's the significance? What does it mean to me? <clears throat> and this app, guides you through that kind of process as well to help you um, 
meditate on scripture and build scripture into your heart, into your life and make it come alive to you. All right, now we're on to our third um, exercise. And we are going to pray, we're going to intercede, intercessory prayer for people. And the people I've chosen today are world leaders. So this little church, this group of people here, what I want you to do is, is start moving in just a moment into a group of about five or six people, okay? And I'm going to assign each group a different person to pray for. And you may be familiar with the practice of with your friends or your Bible study or whatever, you, you get in a, in a circle and you put somebody in the middle and you lay your hands on them and pray for them. I want you to treat this just like that. You're praying for a, a leader of the world, but I want you to imagine you're, you're there laying your hands on this person and praying for them. Because in reality, there's no distance in the spiritual world. When you're praying, you are in contact. Um, as you're praying for that person, okay? The reason I picked world leaders is because I had this thought some time ago that there's like 100, there's less than 200 nations in the world. 200 people are the leaders of those nations. They could probably fit in this room if we squeeze together a little bit. 200 people affect the lives of, what is it, eight billion, seven and a half billion people in the world today. So why not, let's pray for the people who are directly impacting the lives of millions and billions of people, okay? That might seem like a big challenge, but they are people just like us. Right? They get up in the morning, they put their socks and shoes on just like we do. <laughs> they have to eat breakfast and whatever, you know, just like us. They're no different. They have the same needs, the same desires, the same need for Jesus. All right, so I want you to pray for this leader um, as the Holy Spirit might lead you. Again, remember we're talking about hearing God's voice, so allow the Holy Spirit to speak to your heart. Maybe you're praying for this person. Look to him um, for what to pray. <clears throat> Bless these people, no matter who they are, no matter how you might feel about them, politically or humanity-wise, or I don't know. Because <laughs> some of these people are not the best of people, I don't believe. Um, bless them. Pray for them to have powerful encounters with Jesus and to become a devoted follower of Jesus, okay? And then however else, like, like I just said, they are people just like you are, and they have a lot of responsibility. So pray for them according to their responsibilities as well. And the number of people 
that they influence. All right, for our next activity, I'd like you to get with one other person, preferably someone you do not know well, like spouses, you should probably find someone else to pray with. All right, here's what we're going to do. Everybody listening? All right, we are we're going to pray for your partner, but we're not going to ask them what they want us to pray for. We're going to remember we're listening, learning to listen to the voice of God. We're going to pray and ask God, how should I pray for my partner? What do you want me to pray for that person I'm with? This dear person that you love incredibly much and you want to bless today because they've come in here with who knows what going on in their life, but you know, and it might help them to know that you know what's going on in their life. So pray, go ahead, pray and ask God, how do you want me to pray for my partner here, this person I'm sitting next to, and then take turns. One pray for one and switch. Okay? All right, go ahead. All right, I'm seeing a lot of smiles, some tears, lots of hugs. So you must have really enjoyed that part. Is that true? Yeah? Has this been different for you? Yes? No? Yes? Have you learned something today? I hope. Did you hear God speak to you today in some way? I hope. All right. That was our objective today, is to give you an opportunity to hear from God, to learn how to bring yourself to a place where you are able to hear from him. It's a process. Just like anything, we have to learn, we have to do. We have to repeat, <laughs> and we get better at it, and we grow deeper to him. So today we've, we've, gone, we've, we've been a lot of places today. You've been down inside your heart. You've been up inside your imagination as we meditate on scripture. You've been around the world praying for people who influence vast numbers of people for good or bad. And then we've been able to be touched by God directly this morning. We've been a lot of places. It's been a good morning. So let's, let's stand up and let's thank God. Let's give him a shout of praise. Thank you, God, for your goodness and your mercy that you have poured out over us this morning. Thank you for your, that you are the truth. Thank you that you are not a man who would lie, but that you lead us in all that is right and accurate and true. You give us power through the power of the Holy Spirit to affect the events of, 
of this world and to change people's hearts in places that are far from us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we have had this opportunity because you gave your life for us to make all of this possible. None of this we are able to do in and of ourselves. You have made all of this possible. And we are so grateful and so thankful for who you are. God, we are, we are energized, we are excited to pray, to spend time in prayer over nations, over events, over friends and family. And we know that you are working when we do not even realize it. Help us, God, to draw near to you, to allow our hearts to grow still and to pay attention to the ways that you're speaking to us and moving in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you want to know more about The Well Ministry, you can find us at thewellministry.com or on Instagram and Facebook as at thewellministryco.com.